0: Jerry Rice, yeah, yeah, yeah. do you have a question? Not really. Yes, you bosses do. You're wondering how to dominate your sport boss. again. <laughs> dominate retirement. I don't get what he's saying. Please refer to Level 5 of the Kobe system. <laughs> dominate. Way, way Dominic to to Dominic oh. Never gonna take a loss. They to be a
1: loss. Oh, oh. They say Yes, my sir. So I'm wild. back in the driver's seat. What up?
0: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> Welcome to
1: another edition of the Out of My League podcast. I'm Justin. I'm Deshaun. And as always, we are here to give you the latest sports takes, debates, updates, and the news, news. I feel like it's been a while since I said that. Yes,
0: <laughs> yes sir, man. Yes, sir. Oh, man. We had a great weekend, though. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to ask how your weekend yeah. was, because I already know how yeah. your weekend was.
1: <laughs> Yo. <laughs> the weekend was fire. <laughs> yeah. The, the weekend was fire. Yeah, man. That was wild. Good times in D.C., man. For sure. Good, Good times in D.C., Sad we didn't get to stay a little longer, yeah. but you know, we had to get back because we had a tropical storm headed our mm-hmm. way that never really hit. Yeah. Just a lot of rain, rain. ton of rain. That's it. I hated it. Yeah. it yeah, I hated it. It really flooded out one of our streets. The highway was pretty bad. Was worried about my car because I went over a huge, huge puddle. And if the water gets under my engine, it's curtains. Yeah. But we still pushing and somehow, way, it's 92 degrees today. So, <laughs> hey dog, Connecticut. Facts. <laughs> Connecticut, man. Week two of the preseason, though, we had some football kickoff and it was a phenomenal performance by my boy, Famous Jameis, who shut down any critics and Sean Payton. Please name him the starter. I don't know yeah. what we're doing at this point, but they beat the Jaguars, last them 21 to 23. Is this starting job a lock now for Winston? Yeah.
0: I mean, I-, I didn't think that Taysom Hill had a chance. Honestly, I always thought Jameis was going to be the starter this year just because Taysom Hill's not a quarterback. Like, I want people to understand that he's just not a quarterback. Gadget guy. Yeah. He's just not, he's not a guy that you can build a team around. He's not a guy that's going to make you make plays with his arm or anything like that. He's a guy that you can insert in the offense and add some juice here and there. Play the map at tight end. He'll play special teams for you, a little fullback for you. Whatever you need, he's more of a gadget guy. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. And Jameis was just dropping dimes. like Jameis came out there with a point to prove. And against the Jags, he was dropping dimes. His two TD passes were great. And he just brings the Saints a different dynamic that they haven't had in some time. Like, they can actually pass the ball more than 12 yards down the field. And that's
0: that was going to be my next point. It's interesting how Jameis is inserted in the lineup, and instantly the deep ball passing game gets inserted in the Saints' offense. First so.
1: touchdown traveled 55 yards yeah. airtime, and it was perfect. Yeah, It was right behind two These defenders. are the same things great. that
0: Sean Payton wanted to implement in his offense, and that's why, you know, the Drew Brees – I mean, Drew Brees was phenomenal, and as great as he was as a quarterback – Saints legend. He Le- he never <laughs> pushed the ball really down the field. Nope. So.
1: Yeah, he couldn't push the ball down the field like that, and that's what Jameis brings. You just have to take the good with the bad right. because we know that he's prone to, you know, take oh, he, those risks. And he's going to he's going to throw yeah, some interceptions. And he's going to throw some interceptions, but if he can just cut back on the turnovers, yeah. I think that he's going to have, you know, a great year this year. I mean, we just not seen this guy, throw were 5,000 yards. Yeah. So, I mean, we get it. 30 for 30 club, we get it. But, yeah, he's just got to improve on the turnovers. I want to look at the other side, though. Trevor Lawrence. yeah. This Jags team is really, really bad. They're terrible. They're really, really bad. And I know that you said that you picked them to finish below the Texans. Yeah. I'm kind of starting to agree with you now. Right. This is a bad They're terrible. team. Their offensive line is look disgusting. Yeah.
0: And even worse, the play calling is awful. Urban Meyer, it looks shook. Like he looks like he has no idea what he's doing.
1: I was going to bring that up. Uh, we can go ahead and talk about Urban yeah. now. He looks stressed. Yeah. And it's only preseason. I, I know it might be early, but I don't see him coaching too nope. long.
0: I think I would give him max two years.
1: Yeah, I don't see him coaching too long. Like, you're not at Ohio State anymore. Yeah. You don't have the best players on the field.
0: And it's crazy that you bring that up, too, because I actually tweeted that out during the game. And a reporter um, quote-tweeted me. He quote-tweeted my tweet, and he was like, This is the same exact sentiment among league circles and league execs have the same worries going on right now. And it's like, right. I get it because nobody really knows how long Urban Meyer is going to coach. Like I said, I think it's going to be max two years, but it could be a lot shorter. It was at one point when uh, they got off the they couldn't get the
1: third down call. You just looked over and they panned the camera over to Urban Meyer. He just put his head down Yeah, and he just looked disgusted. And I was like, yo. You're not at Ohio State anymore. Right, exactly. You don't have all the five star recruits. Honestly, I know you're used to having the best team on the field every single time and it not even being close.
0: Yeah.
1: It's gonna be the exact opposite. You're gonna have the worst team right. nine times out of ten every single game. And it's not gonna be that close.
0: And if we're being honest, like he's he's probably a symbol one of the worst coaching staffs. Like it's that his staff is horrible. And not only that, Brian Schottenheimer that came over from the Seattle Seahawks who this is the same person that Russell Wilson had issues with running the offense. True. And now that he's the O.C. in Jacksonville, Trevor Lawrence is going to struggle this year because their team is absolutely garbage and their play calling <laughs> is just terrible. Yeah. Like you're watching the games and you have no idea what they're doing, what they're running. Receivers running the wrong routes, running backs not hitting the hole, offensive line is Terrible.
1: Lawrence looks a little frustrated back there too. I would,
0: I would be too if if I if I knew how to play the game and the people around me can't coach me.
1: Yeah, like Lawrence looks a little frustrated too. Like I seen him one play and he'll learn this quickly yeah. that he went for extra yardage, got the first down, but he got he popped. got hit. Yep, he got popped and he will learn that. Just he, go down, bro. Yeah. <laughs> You need to get down. It's yeah. not worth it, especially not in the preseason. No. I get it. You want to show your competitive edge. You're a competitor. Right. He's a warrior, and he can run. He's pretty athletic. You know, he's pretty athletic back there, but you need to get down. Yeah. These people will hit you. They're going to hit the head, too. Yeah, with reckless abandon. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, it sucks because, you know, one of his favorite weapons, ETN, is out for, for the, the season now. Yep. Yeah, out for the se- season now. And, yeah, moving forward, it's going to be rough for them. If their O-line can't protect Trevor Lawrence, he's going to have a rough rookie season
0: without question and you know i think that they need to they need to figure out how to get the ball out of his hands much faster i understand that you brought in marvin jones to kind of stretch the field a little bit he's going to be his number one weapon marvin jones is there for that purpose but they need to figure out how to get the ball out of his hands they need to establish that run game somehow some way They got Um, Robson
1: back there Who's solid But
0: with Urban Meyer Running the show I don't know if he's Going to get the run That's that's
1: not his bag That's not Urban's Coaching bag Yeah that's not He likes his running
0: backs To be receivers So it's not
1: Yeah we're We're going to see how it works It's going to be interesting Moving forward Especially into the regular season Because the way Urban looks now I don't know if he makes it Two full seasons
0: They are going to have Another first draft pick Next year Yeah
1: I was I was asking my boy David, who's uh, mm-hmm. for the Jags. I was like, "Yo, y'all, Dave, y'all going for another first round pick? First pick?" <laughs> he was like, "I don't know, man. We stink, right?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hit him with the Adrian Brown. I ain't gonna lie, yeah. we getting and cooked. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Any more storylines that caught your eye in week two for the preseason?
0: Yeah, man. I mean, Zach Wilson, another solid performance. He's looking good, man. yeah.
1: He's looking really good in New York, and I think they're a little underrated right for now, for sure. For yeah, sure. They're, they're, they're a little underrated right now.
0: And they're, it's interesting because their second-round drive pick from last year, the receiver, he might not even make the squad this year and Denzel Mims. Like he, oh, true. He might not make the roster this year just because they have so much depth at the position now. We're going to see how everything shakes up, but it would not surprise me if he gets cut.
1: Yeah, no, nah, that would be big. Yeah. And speaking of Zach Wilson, we can go ahead and jump into our trenches tour, jumping in the East. So we'll start with the AFC East. We have the Bills, Patriots, Jets, and Dolphins. What is your biggest storyline from that division heading into week one? It is Tua.
0: It is Tua without question. Yep. It is Tua in Miami. This is his year. Make or break, because if he doesn't perform, they are going another direction. It's
1: crazy that we say make or break for Tua when this is only his second right. season in the NFL, but he came in with so many expectations, right. and he's underperformed, to say the least, like living
0: up to it. So All I'm going to say is they took him in the first round last year, and when he started— they were like once that Deshaun Watson stuff came out, they were already trying to trade for Deshaun Watson, which tells me right then and there, you just drafted a quarterback in the first round and you're already trying to trade for another quarterback. Well, I mean, Fitz,
1: Fitz, Magic had to come in and save the day exactly. for them multiple times yeah. last year, so I mean, I understand. And that they completely. were going to send
0: two a two. Uh, to the Texans in that trade if that would have went down
1: oh yeah for sure No, nah, they are they were getting him out of there yeah. I mean l- let's be honest Deshaun Watson greater than Tua yes, yes 10 times every day yes what do you need to see from Tua this season like as far as progressions mm-hmm. like progress for him compared yeah. to last year what do you need to see from him I just need to see. That
0: step. I need to see decision making. Like you need to have good decision making if you're going to run a show in Miami, because your defense can hold you down. Your run game can hold you down. You have receivers that that are going to be good for you this year. You just drafted another receiver in the yeah. first round. You know what I mean? Uh, you know to combine with what you already had at the receiver who can, position, who, who
1: can also stretch the field. Correct. Speed is crazy.
0: And the other thing is too, like I just feel like sometimes he rushes his progressions, and you know sometimes you got to allow things to get open. I think that if you're Miami, you need to find a way to get the ball out of his hands faster, though, because the way he keeps on thinking, he thinks the game too much he, and he, he just needs to play. He just need to play. So, you know, you you got a quarterback that's out there thinking the whole playthrough instead of just playing. You know what I mean? You got to let the game come to you.
1: One thing I've noticed about Tua, and this is, to me, just a product of him being in my, uh, Alabama yeah. before this, he expects his receivers to be wide open yes. before he throws the ball, and he doesn't anticipate where yeah. they're going to be, like, you know, before they break out yeah. of their route and he's not throwing the ball. Then he's like waiting on them to get open. And these are why he's making these mistakes. Yeah. A lot of his passes are either broken up or intercepted. Like we've already heard in training camp, picked off three yep. times in one in one practice. It's like, yo, what are you doing? Yeah. So yeah, he needs to anticipate more and stop overthinking the play. But yeah, he needs to go through his progressions because it seems like he panics if the main read isn't right. there off the bat.
0: And that's the growth period, right? If you're a young quarterback in the league you need to be able to throw your receivers open. There are spots on the field where they're running routes, and you can throw it to a certain spot, and it'll free your receiver up because the defender can't hold them so they can get right. it open and catch the ball. So
1: That's what I'm saying. Like Most receivers, even when it doesn't look like they're open, they're open because they're just that good. Correct. And he has some receivers that yeah. can create space and make themselves open. Yeah. In a window, you just have to put the ball there, and they'll just get there. Right. And, yeah, so he needs to grow with that. I think my – Main storyline is obviously, for me, it's just going to be Cam Newton. Like, I'm just going to focus on the Patriots QB um, position right now because we all know, as of now, Cam Newton can't practice right. with the team because there was a misunderstanding mm-hmm. with that COVID protocol right right there and now Mac Jones has you know even more of a window to take those reps and I think they're going against the Giants yeah this week Mm -hmm. so I don't think Cam would be participating in that he can return to Thursday so tomorrow uh, yeah so it's gonna it's gonna be tough for him and I think that quarterback battle right there is gonna be interesting to me because I want to see what Cam can do to essentially hold on to his starting spot like right now I think that he is the starter but for how long we all know that you know Mac Jones is going to be the heir apparent there, yeah. and they're waiting to put him in the lineup. So I think my main storyline is going to see cam. Can he, you know, just be the quarterback that we've seen him be in yeah. the past and to be determined, man.
0: It's I, to be determined. I'm going to be honest with you. This, um, this misunderstanding, put cam behind the eight ball. It, and exactly. I think it,
1: it, it's, it's not helping. It. And
0: I think that Mac Jones will be the starter this year for the new England Patriots. Um, you know, based off it's, it's only a matter of time, right? based, based off the reports, based, you know, that now that it's just Mac out there from from what I've been hearing. His teammates have embraced him. They like him. The a receivers few, and tight ends are loving him. A f- the defense a few of
1: them have even came out and said, hey, we think he should yes. be a starter. And yeah, that's big.
0: And that's what I'm like, if you're Cam, you're missing all this time with your team. You can't even be in the area. He's not even allowed in the New England area right now because the team sent him home. So if you're Cam Newton, you know, this this is not a good look. And, you know, right now you're looking at being a backup quarterback this year.
1: Yeah, and that I mean, Cam as a backup, I don't think one is good for any team because right. you're looking over your shoulder. You're seeing, you know, former MVP, mm-hmm. Heisman winner, somebody that took their team to the Super Bowl, a, a really great quarterback. So that's a lot of pressure on you, one. yeah. So I just don't see him being in a backup role. It right. just doesn't seem like his thing. But if you can't perform – to the caliber of a starter, mm-hmm. for me, it's like you starter it starter bust for right. Cam. and I feel like yeah, he's not helping his situation right now over there. You know, not being vaccinated, mm-hmm. or if he isn't vaccinated, he's not vaccinated. Yeah, not being vaccinated, especially with the you know the penalty that comes with that if you are to contract COVID yeah. during the regular you season, you get tested regularly every yeah, day. Yeah, like you're supposed to get tested every day. Like it's just a lot, and it's just not helping him. It's right. not it's not helping his case. So that is the situation is interesting because I also think that the Patriots have a good team this year. I think they have a good roster. Their they're definitely better than yes, last yeah, year. Their, their defense is pretty much back, you know, and I feel like they have a good team this year. And I think that they can compete in that division, which brings me to the bills because yeah. I've said this for a while. I think the bills are set for regression instead of progression from last year, because I think them going to the AFC title game was pretty wild. I don't think they're going to do that this year.
0: I will say this. I think that the Bills won't have the same record they had last year, but I think that team is still good. Like, I feel like that team is still going to win that division. I feel like they're still going to be one of the top, like, four or five teams in the AFC. And, you know, I I think that when you look at a team like the Bills going against, like, you got the Browns, the Ravens, all these teams that are playing in that division, and that could play, you know, know, obviously Kansas City and all those teams, but... You know, this is a team that's going to be there in the end. And you know, I believe that this is going to be at the Final Four team in the AFC. And I, I don't see that going anywhere because you kept your offensive coordinator. You kept your defensive coordinator. You kept your head coach intact. You got your defense. You added to your defense. Your offensive line is strong. You have a good run game. Your quarterback is back. And you just gave him a monster deal, which is oh, a, questionable. Oh, uh, uh, a questionable deal. It's a questionable deal. this is You brought back. You know, you you brought back your your dynamic number one receiver in Stephon Diggs. You yep. still got Cole Beasley coming back. He's going to be playing in a slot. You got guys everywhere on both sides of the ball, and I feel like the trenches for this team is is the thing. Like, I look at the defensive line. Are you going to be able to, uh, you know, attack the quarterback that way? If you're going to look at the offensive line, you have some monsters on the old line like, their, their offensive line is actually pretty good. Like, Cody Ford and those guys, these are all draft picks. Like, this team is really, really built through the draft. If you look at the core of this, this football team, these are draft picks. All of them are draft picks. And, you know, I give a lot of credit to the general manager, the head coach, because they built this team from the ground up. You know, I mean, remember, I just remember a couple of years ago, the Bills were garbage. They were yes. terrible. Awful. You know, they were having their number one overall pick, their number two overall pick. Now... This team is ascending. Like they are becoming one of, you know, fast too. Yeah, they're, they're coming, you know, becoming one of the top 10 teams in the league. And all of a count, you know, you look at the team, it's all youth. It's all draft picks. It's all guys that, you know, they, they fit that M- M- uh, McDermott mold of physical toughness, like physicality. They bring in Alpha Dog, uh, you know, from, from Minnesota and Stephon Diggs, who really took their offense from here to here he animated his offense from here here too and it's one of these things now where you're looking at a buffalo bills team who a they got a sour taste in their mouth from last year and then b this is another year of a josh allen progression you know hopefully he gets better than he was last year but he took a major step last year because i remember his rookie year everybody was talking about i don't know if I would have traded, you know, whatever for him. His second year, he took that big leap. This is year three of him in this system. And, you know, I think that Josh Allen is going to have a really good year. And I also think that the Buffalo Bills, while their record's not going to show that they're a better team this year, I still think they're going to be one of the top four teams in AFC. All right, I'll say this about the Bills because
1: I'm not hating on them or anything. I just think that last year was an anomaly or Mm -hmm. whatever. Yeah, And I feel like they're not going to be as great this year. I don't see that Bills team going to the AFC Championship game this year. I get it. They have a sour taste in their mouth. And I get it. They paid their quarterback, albeit a lot of money. And I I feel like that contract was not warranted. And the guaranteed
0: money in that contract is ridiculous. I
1: feel like that contract was not warranted after one season. And one thing to note, um, Cole Beasley is also one mm-hmm. of those players who was unvaccinated yep. and who has also been sent away from the team for mm-hmm. five days. But he's back now. He came in contact with a trainer. Yeah. So I just feel like that situation is a little iffy. Not iffy, but just a little rocky because how yeah. adamant he's been how outspoken he's been Especially about that. Especially on social media. Yeah, like he's been very outspoken about that. And I feel like that can cause a little bit of rift in the locker room, but mm-hmm. we'll see how that goes. Yeah. I, I just don't know about – That's a good point about, because
0: yeah. I, I remember that, you know, we brought this up a couple of weeks ago in the pod about – you know, kind of the dynamic in the team because there are guys on the team that just don't they just wanna play the play the yeah, game. And then, yeah. you know, you got cool Cole Beasley and these guys that are not really, you know, with the game as far as getting tested and all those kinds of things, getting the vaccine. It's yeah, like, like
1: he's a, he doesn't want to get the vaccine. Yeah. He also doesn't want to be tested on a daily and Right, it's like like something's gotta get exactly. So it's just a little bit of a riff. But I just feel like the AFC got better in general. Like For I, sure. I feel like Baltimore is going to be better once yep. they get their wide receiver The Chargers situation. are going to be good too. The Chargers are going to be good this season. I feel like their defense is good. Yep. Herbert is continuing to ascend. And I think Herbert's an amazing quarterback. He's good. Like Herbert's really a good. really good quarterback. I think the Browns are going to be better. Oh, yeah. Like I like like I said, the Ravens are gonna be better, mm. Chiefs are gonna be better, obviously. Yeah. So I think there's gonna be a lot more competition. I do think that the Bills win this division. So I have it ranked Bills, Patriots, Dolphins, Jets Agreed. right now. Yeah, agree. No, I don't is that your rank yeah. as well? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I just don't see them having the same season that they had last year. Last year I think they had a great season, but during the playoffs, I think the Ravens could have beat them. I yeah. definitely think the Ravens could have beat them in the playoffs last year. So I just think it's gonna be I just think it's gonna be tough to repeat with such success right. that they had last year.
0: Do the Dolphins make the playoffs? No. Okay, me either. I don't think they're going to yeah. make the playoffs either.
1: No, I don't think the Dolphins make the playoffs. I just don't think two is the answer. Right. And right now, I hope that he gets better and continues to improve. I just feel like they have a team that's ready to win and compete. They just don't have I, quarterback. Yeah, I just don't think that the quarterback is really ready to win and compete.
0: And I really hope they don't make the playoffs as an Eagles fan because we had their first-round pick. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, we had their first-round pick. This is
1: true. Speaking of Eagles, man, let's jump to our division, yes the sir. NFC East, where, you know, we have obviously Redskins, or not, excuse me, mm. we have Washington, Washington, Philly, <laughs> Dallas, and the Giants. Yeah. I'll just say Washington. Yeah. Excuse me. Still working on the name. We'll get there eventually. <laughs> but what is your biggest storyline for that division heading to week one?
0: I mean, to me, it's Daniel Jones. Um, Interesting. I yeah. like that. I like it's, that. It's Daniel Jones because this is a team. Uh, Dave Gettleman stuck his neck out for this guy. He did. He drafted him super early in he the did. draft. And they're essentially tied together. Um, And what I think is going to happen is even after all the moves the Giants made this year, they will not make the playoffs. Oh, wow. Okay. And I think Daniel Jones is not going to have a great year. I, and then at the end of the year, I think they're going to have a decision to make on Daniel Jones. I think they're going to have a decision to make on Dave Gettleman, and both of them are going to be gone.
1: Wow. Hot takes. (laughs) (laughs) Scorching takes right now by Deshaun. (laughs) (laughs) Bold takes. I don't think the Giants are going to make the playoffs, but I do think that – the Giants are going to improve. Because to me, they kind of have to. Mm-hmm. Like like you said. I mean, they I've, won I've, six games last I've, year. You I've, better. <laughs> I feel like they're kind of on the hot seat. Like, they surrounded Daniel Jones with weapons. Right. Saquon is back, and
0: he's fully healthy. Mm-hmm. Kenny Galladay but, and all these yeah, guys. Yeah, Kenny
1: Galladay. Like, they have receivers. Right. Sterling right. Shepard out there. Yep. They have Ingram at tight yep. end. Like, they have a good offense. Yeah. And they have a solid defense. To
0: me. And they took uh, they took Darius Tony out of Florida.
1: It, it, to me, it's kind of like, it's almost like, for me, they're the most balanced team in the division. Almost, they don't mm. have, the, they don't really have the best offense, but they have a solid offense. They don't have the best defense, but I think they have a solid defense. They have a tough defense. I'll give to them me. That. I think they have the second best defense in the division behind Washington, of course. And I think offensively, they have arguably the second best offense behind Dallas. So they're just pretty well balanced. Mm. So I feel like that they have a well balanced team, and I do think that they're going to win some games this year. But yeah, it's going to fall on Daniel Jones' shoulders because Saquon albeit he's more than capable of having that same rookie season that he had. Yeah. I think it's going to be a little tougher because teams are going to make Daniel Jones win the game yep. instead of Saquon cuz Saquon can carry. Right. But Daniel Jones cannot because he hasn't shown it. So we're going to see, you know, how that dynamic really works out.
0: Yeah, and- I think look, the Giants won 6 games last year. Daniel Jones had some some of the worst plays in history as far as the fall after being wide <laughs> open in the middle field by yourself he panicked he's like dog <laughs> he really what's going on but I think all seriousness I, I just think that I don't think Jan- Daniel Jones is that guy I just right. don't think he's the guy to carry you I don't think he's a franchise quarterback and you know maybe he proves me wrong but here's what I'm going to say about that as well like he does have weapons all the way around he him does. all the he way does. around him on both sides of the ball this is his year like you know, there's no more excuses for Daniel Jones. Like last year, everybody tried. Oh, there's no weapons. There's no offensive line. You have that. Like this is this is your year. Make it or break it. And this is the year that everybody's gonna look at. Similar to Tua, you're gonna look at this and you're gonna say, Daniel Jones is not. He's not that guy. He's just not.
1: I'll take that. Yeah, I'll take that. I, I don't know, you know, exactly how they're going to do, but I feel like they have to improve a little bit just because, like you said, they, they kind of had to. This yeah. is make or break for him. I want to look at the Cowboys real quick because, obviously, they win the offseason every year, undefeated mm-hmm. in the offseason. Yeah. But, you know, as the season gets closer, are you worried at all about Dak's health?
0: I am. I am because –
1: Cowboys keep telling me, as, long, as well as Jerry yeah. Jones, that he's 100% fine, that there are no issue setbacks. He's on pace to play week
0: one, and I'm not buying it. I'm not either. I think, number one, Dak's not fully healed from the ankle, which means he's going to be compensating on the other foot. And the other thing is you have a shoulder strain, which means you're going to be trying to compensate on the other shoulder. So, you know, this is this is a thing where if you're a quarterback um, and, you know, particularly if you're a quarterback and your offensive line isn't super great like it was, you lost yeah. some pieces on the offensive line. Yep. You start taking some hits, and we're going to see. Like The good thing about the Cowboys is they have weapons galore. Everywhere, all over the place, weapons galore. The problem is going to be their defense. The defense ain't going to stop nobody, so you're going to have to continue to score. And that means Dak's going to have to continue to be on the field. And I look at the Cowboys – and I really, I really think that this is the team that's going. and I, I think, I think Washington's going to make it out of the division. I think the, the Washington will win the division. Okay. I think Cowboys are going in the wild card spot, but I'm worried about Dallas, and I'm worried about a Dan Quinn in that defense because. They're just not. They're not great. Like they're just not. I'm sorry. They 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 allocated way too many resources to linebacker. They needed secondary help. They didn't they, get they that. Need, they need some safety and, down badly. And they they don't have no pass rushers other than <laughs> the Marcus Lawrence. Yeah. They have zero pass rushers, and you, you can easily double-team him on one side and still be able to block the other guys. So, you know, you got that slot protection if you're off to coordinator, and you're like, okay, who else is going to get our quarterback? Nobody, because they have no pass rush. Their front seven is not great. Like, their linebackers, they have really, really good depth at their linebacker. Their, their secondary is not there um, still. This is the third year in a row the secondary has not been there. And then your pass rush, you have none. Like, you have zero pass rush outside of DeMarcus Lawrence. So, if you can't stop the run, if you can't if you can't rush the quarterback, you're not going to do much in the NFL.
1: So, you see this being the same way as it started out last season where Dak has to throw a lot. He I, is, I, he's going to have to. I feel like they're going to be a little more balanced this year. I think Zeke is uh, coming in in better fitness, nah. obviously. And I feel like he has a different mentality. I feel like he's going to do all he can because he had a bad lead last year. Terrible. But I feel like he's going to do all he can to help out Dak and take some pressure off him. So, I think the offense will be... Elite. The question is the defense. The question has been the defense for a while.
0: I think the best player on that team this year is going to be Ceedee Lamb. By okay. the way, wow, yeah,
1: okay. I feel like Amari Cooper needs to step up a little for bit. For sure, I feel like Ceedee Lamb is creeping over his shoulder mm-hmm. as well as um, what is uh, is Ga- it Gallup, Gallup, Michael Gallup. Yeah, Michael Gallup, yeah, Gallup is creeping over his shoulder too because Amari can't stay healthy. For some by the reason. way,
0: this is something to watch this season. This is Amari Cooper's last season with guaranteed money on his contract. Yep. If he does not put up numbers this year, That's what I'm saying. look for the Cowboys the ball out. to try to cut him this offseason.
1: Yeah, he needs the ball out because I feel like, you know, they're in a spot where they have weapons galore, like yes. you said. He could easily lose that number one receiver yep. starting spot if he doesn't perform because Michael Gallup and CeeDee Lamb are coming to ball. Like yeah. They're young and hungry, right? so they're going to eat. Talk to me real quick about your Eagles.
0: Yeah, the Eagles, they're, they're in an interesting spot, right, because this is a team that it's almost it's almost flip-flop, right? <laughs> that laugh is funny. Yeah, <laughs> it's almost flip-flop, right? On offense, the skill positions are all super, super young guys. The offensive line are pretty much veterans across the board, and you have three pro bowlers on your offensive line. Three of them are returning from last year that were hurt. So you have three all pros coming back on your offensive line, but you have super, super young skill positions, at a receiver position, a running back position. Like at quarterback, you have guys that are just – they don't have the experience and then you flip it over to the defense and you look at the defense it's like all veterans Darius Slay Steven yep. Nelson Fletcher Cox Brandon Graham Derek Barnett I mean Javon Hargrave like behind Washington the Eagles have the best defensive line in the in the entire division like their defensive line is consistently one of the best in the league and they have been the last five years you think um, their
1: defense is better than uh, Giants
0: yeah
1: I don't yeah We'll
0: see. Yeah, I think I think the Eagles' defense for sure is better than the Giants. Just you, because they just because they can generate more pressure, they had more sacks than them. They had more interceptions. They had more takeaways than them last year. The Eagles' defense has been consistently good. The the issue with last year was the offense. How do you
1: feel about Jalen Hurts?
0: See, it's a mixed bag, right? So I think Jalen he deserved this opportunity for one because, especially after all he endured with the Carson Wentz, Doug Peterson situation, he was just sitting there quiet. He never misspoke. He never doubted anybody. Oh, stand anybody. up, stand up guy. And he,
1: stand, stand up guy. He
0: was exactly like his maturity in that in that situation was was remarkable. This is this is interesting because Jalen Hurts is in a one year deal, right? Essentially, with the Eagles, he's yep. in a one year deal to yep. to solidify. His his job. So, the Eagles are going to eventually have three first round picks this year. They already have two. Carson Wentz plays seventy five percent of snaps. They have three. So which is to be determined. Right. We that's up exactly. We know how that so goes. so you have Jalen Hurts here, and he's won the locker room. He's won the coaching staff, but. His play on the field is going to dictate his job because the guys in the, the the guys in the building love him. They love his leadership. They love how he energizes guys. They love how he gets out the pocket. But Jalen Hurts needs to take a step in his development as a quarterback he need, hey, to solidify is, which, that job. Which is
1: what I was going to say. It's all good. Winning the locker room right. that, that's half the battle. Winning the locker room, saying the right things, right. doing the right things what's your play gonna do right like to me what's your play gonna do and I've seen Jalen Hurts flashes you know mm-hmm. his athleticism is obviously great and he can extend plays and he can make he makes some good reads yeah. but he also makes some questionable decisions and I, I yeah. mean you know you gotta take the good with the bad obviously but can you really elevate that team is gonna right. be an interesting that's the question so we're gonna see how that goes because I'm I'm really on the fence about him too like yeah I've seen good flashes, but I've also seen, like, does he really have it? Exactly, Right. Like, right, you're looking for the right. it factor. Like, is he really going to win the game? Yeah. So, I mean, we'll, we'll see.
0: His best game last year was against the Arizona Cardinals at Arizona. And him and Kyler Murray battled that thing out. And the Eagles lost in the last possession. But Jalen Hurts had over 300 yards of uh, throwing. And he had, I think, over 100 yards rushing. And he had three touchdowns. Great game. That was his best game of the season. By far, and he elevated guys that weren't even supposed to play. Quez Watkins, like you know, what I mean, yeah. guys were scoring touchdowns that had no idea what like you. <laughs> the common fan would not know who they are, yeah. but me, as obviously an Eagle fan, I knew yeah. who they are. But great, great the, game. these guys, these guys, you know, they played with him, like they they respected him. They're like Jalen, we're gonna get this, and it, it's weird, right? Like this is an interesting dynamic again because the the Eagles right now they're at a point now where they have have pro bowlers on both the defensive line, the offensive line. Their defense is pretty much all veterans. Like, it's almost all veterans on the defense. The offense, the offensive line, again, basically all veterans. You got three all pros coming back on the offensive line from injury last year, and then you got a bunch of babies at the skill positions. So it's a team that you really don't know what they're going to do right now, but if Jalen Hurts goes out here and balls, like... I, w- I would not have an issue with the—I think, in like, if, if Jalen Hurts plays—if he plays, like, a top 15 quarterback, I think the Eagles can get a wild card spot.
1: All right. The ceiling is the roof. Right. <laughs> we're, but we're however,
0: ready. I'm not I'm not exactly sure Jalen's going to reach that level to a top 15 quarterback. Agree. So agree.
1: We'll see. And yeah, I mean, quick thing about Washington. Obviously, you know, we got FitzMagic. Mm-hmm. We have speed on the outside now, mm-hmm. and it seems like he's really starting to catch a good dynamic in training camp. From yeah. what I've been hearing, like his him and his receivers are getting that yeah. you know that bond that relationship. So I'm just excited, man. Yeah. Like I'm just excited. Like we, we already know what Washington's defense mm-hmm. is going to bring. Our defense is elite. Yeah. Like we have a top five defense in the league, sure. and I think our offense is really improving, and yeah. I like what we had back there in the run game, so I just feel like we're going to have an interesting yeah. team, and I feel like we can definitely definitely compete for the division win.
0: By the way, I really liked Washington's signing of Charles Leno at left tackle. Yep. I think that was a great pickup. Needed help, needed help on the O-line. He still need help on the yeah. O-line, but still, need I get what you're saying. Yeah. I think that was a huge pickup. Even more, I think, I think honestly, that and, and the William Jackson signing, those might have been your two Best signings. I know. I understand you yep. have the receiver. Yep. Um. But still, I think those two right there solidified some spots that you know you needed help at. Um. One note on. Uh. One more note on the Eagles. Devontae Smith is a dog. Like I. I don't know if you caught. You know if you watched some some games of. I've seen him in
1: preseason. Hon- Honestly, it's t- it's taking him a while to actually catch up like this this dude i feel like well he was hurt so he didn't practice that's what i'm saying it it Mm. took him a while like in the one game i've seen him play it took him a while they threw it to him like i want to say three times before he Mm. caught his first pass and so it it just took him a while so i feel like he's getting acclimated but in the regular season i'm not worried the only thing i'm worried about um as far as preseason versus regular season when he's getting jammed by bigger corners he's gonna have a little bit of issues but he his route running is elite his footwork is insane let me tell you i'm
0: not i'm not really worried but we'll see if we'll you, see. You, I, I want somebody to try to jam Devonte Smith to the line. Jalen Ramsey will put him in the dirt. We're gonna see. All right. <laughs> All right. I, 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 mean, that, I don't not, even, That's not even. That's I don't, really not even debatable. I don't even know if if the Eagles play the Rams this year, yeah. but <laughs> I know I know I know on record, Jalen Ramsey came out and said how much he loved Devonte Smith, and he they, he knows they're, they're, how good he, they're he boys. is. I mean, they're they, they know how he knows yeah, how good he is. They're so, boys. They're yeah. good.
1: Like we'll see. I mean, I, I think Devonte Smith is gonna be great. The only He's thing. The only thing I worry about is is. Essentially, his size. Like he's small. Yeah, he's he's small, and I mean the Eagles go for you know small, speedy mm-hmm. receivers. That's kind of their bag. Well, aside from Alshon. Well,
0: but I'm going to revert that. They actually loved under doug peterson love. They love bigger side, bigger, bigger receivers. It seems like
1: lately they've been a definitely a speed, more of a speed, well, speedy type. The, the last two years yeah, they've been speed. Yeah. So and that, that's why I'm looking at as far yeah. as their team now. Mm. So I feel like they have they have a ton of speed out there. Mm. Like probably one of the fastest receivers, receiving cores in the NFC. Yeah, him,
0: Rager, uh, Ques Watkins, those Quez guys Watkins are is yeah. crazy yeah. fast. He's he
1: he's wild yeah. fast. Like we seen what he did off that Flacco mm-hmm. pass, took an eighty. Yeah, it was, it was nuts.
0: These guys have a lot of speed. They're just really, really young, uh, babies. The yeah. quarterback is a baby. I mean, you got guys that are just young right now. Um, but as far as Devontae Smith goes, I have no words about him whatsoever because as a receiver and being able to break down corners at the drop of a dime the way you can carry your weight and transfer that to to in breaking routes or you can, you know, do slow slogos, whatever. It's really, really hard to jam a receiver when they can run routes and they can break you. So, like, and that's the thing. Like, the Patriots tried to do this this past week, and he broke he broke them down. Even though he dropped his first, like, three passes, <laughs> he broke them down off the line quick. Like, he's just so savvy and so so smooth. His and, footwork is elite. And I don't know if you caught the uh, Ocho Senko tweet, and he was just like, he was like, man, Devontae, you know, it, it's really hard to guard somebody like that. They can move and shift the way he does. It's just hard to, you know, he's just so smooth as a route runner. It's hard to kind of gauge where he's going to go. And
1: like I said, I mean, I I love what I'm seeing from training camp, yeah. from, you know, preseason and the joint practices. Mm-hmm. Love that. I love joint practices, by the way. Yeah. We, sh- we should add these all the time. For like, sure. Put these in the regular season. Let them fight. Yeah. Let them fight. Right. Joint, joint practices
0: are fire. All right, man, before we get off this, rank the division. Uh, I'm going to go um, Washington, Dallas. <laughs> Watch this billy and the giants all right because again i'm just not a believer in daniel jones i'm sorry i get it no i get uh. it i
1: get it um i'm gonna say washington because i'm, I'm saying that mm. with my heart I know. um because I, I really do think dallas is going to be a lot better this year i yeah. do it albeit in, injuries aside like if injuries occur with dak and you know he, and defense yeah I mean. like <laughs> But I mean, injuries aside, I I, I really think the Cowboys are going to be good. So I'm going to give Washington one A, Cowboys one B, mm-hmm. and then I'm going to go I'm going to go Giants Eagles. Mm-hmm. I think I just think the Eagles are young. I don't think they're, they're going to be horrible. Young. I just think yeah. they're they're very young. And for me, I feel like the Giants are in a make or break year. Yeah. So that's either going to elevate them or they're really just going to plummet. Right. And they're going to have to blow it. They're going to have to blow it up. Yeah. Start over. Yep. So I mean, we'll see how that goes. All right, man, some quick takes before we get out of here. Robbie Anderson signs a two-year $29.5 million contract extension with the Panthers. Good for the Panthers.
0: Yeah, it's it's a good deal for him. Good deal for the Panthers. Uh giving Robbie Anderson 30 mil essentially a year. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry, 15 mil yep. uh a year. Yeah, 20, over two 20.5 years.
1: guaranteed. So, yeah. yeah, really solid contract. Right. Kudos to him. Patriots just this morning signed Sony Michelle. I mean, send, send Sony Michelle to the Rams. Good pickup for the Rams.
0: Great pickup for the Rams. Sony Michelle. Um, I, I loved him at Georgia, of just course, uh, just dog. like Nick, Nick Chubb as well. Yep. Like these guys are are monsters, and I'm just I'm just imagining Sony Michelle and that McVay offense with all those weapons on the outside. Yep, he, he's going to be a monster on both. He's going to be a monster in the backfield and c- catching out the yeah, backfield. He, he can definitely catch. Right. Like he done it all at Georgia. Right. So
1: it's a great pickup, especially after Cam Akers went down yes. early. So yeah, now that's great. Matt Nagy says Justin Fields will start the last preseason game and play essentially a whole first half, but double down is and said Andy Dalton is going to start week one of the regular season. Good move or bad move? Keep being
0: foolish. I mean, you're going to get fired regardless, but keep being foolish. <laughs> you're going to get fired. Do what you want. I don't care. We, you're out of here. Yeah, keep being foolish. You you know, this is this is the thing where we know where Andy Dalton is. It's time for Justin Fields to take the reins of that team and, and keep him moving because one thing about it is, the Bears offensive line is horrible. Like they're really, really bad. So you need a quarterback that can get out the side of the pocket. Yeah. Andy Dalton is not that guy. No, he's sitting statue. Right. So we're going to see exactly week one, week two. They played a. Ram- By the way, they open up with the Rams, which Aaron Dodd's going to destroy them. Like he's going to murder them. Like hey, Jalen Ramsey on the opposite <laughs> side is going to. Hey, hey man. Although he's playing against you know a really good receiver in Allen Robinson, it's going to be a long. It's going to be
1: a long day. Yeah. It's, it's going to be a long. day. Andy day.
0: Dalton just. Andy Dalton yeah. should want to sit on the bench yeah, and just collect literally. those checks.
1: I know he said, yo, all will do respect to Justin Fields, but it's my time. Yeah. Knock it off. <laughs> no, it's, no, it's not your time.
0: Justin Fields. You're,
1: it's Justin Fields' time. And, yeah, I think they should start Justin Fields out the gate just because he gives Agreed. them a better chance to win. Yeah. Like, he gives them a better chance to win. And, I mean, they've both been there the same amount of time. so we can't say Andy Dalton has to jump on the right. playbook. and
0: Andy Dalton's not a playmaker. Justin Fields is a playmaker. He is.
1: He is. Um, I know we mentioned Cam earlier, Cam and uh, Cole Beasley, mm-hmm. you know, real hesitant about the vaccine. There are a lot, of, still a couple of players in the yeah, league, a lot. you know, yeah, yeah, hesitant to get the vaccine. And, you know, it's raising a lot of questions among the league and amongst their teammates. What do you think this will eventually, you know, cause for some teams that are, you know, on the cusp of like being virtually great? But then, you know a covid test yeah. sets them back all the way like do you think the chemistry in locker rooms are really being kind of pulled apart
0: yeah i think that i think for sure it can happen because you're looking at teams right now and you know you got guys that are committed they're like all right everybody get the vaccine like we would just want to make sure that we don't forfeit any games you know we don't want a whole bunch of people testing every day we want to be able to be in the locker room cuz there's still rules if you're not vaccinated you can only be in certain parts of the building right. so you know if you're if you're a guy that's not vaccinated like you know that chemistry with the locker room, I'm like, dude, why don't you just get back to? Him? Why, why don't you just leave exactly, me? You yeah. know, leave me alone. yeah, like, all yeah. that that back and forth is just it can it can kill a locker room. And we're gonna see eventually, and I think the Bills. It could start with the Bills because that's where it started originally with.
1: Especially just with how the Ravens, been on Ravens as well. Media. Yeah, Ra- Ravens. Are, yeah. Oh my goodness, they they've been going through it. Yeah. The whole offense, Lamar Jackson, as well. all the receivers. The Tennessee yeah. Titans, another team. It's, uh, it, it's been interesting. So yeah, I'm gonna keep my eye out on that for sure. The ACC, Big Ten, and Pac-12 announced on Tuesday that the formation of an alliance. It will be for the future evolution of college athletics and scheduling. How do you feel about this move? Is this a move just to combat the Oklahoma Texas to SEC thing?
0: Yeah, I think I think they're trying to brace for people trying to move to different conferences.
1: Because originally essentially to me, eventually if you're not in a power, if you're not a Power 5, you're just not going to be the right. one. Like and I think that's what they're doing so yep. they're trying to just band together mm-hmm. to make sure that they can all be as one. When it when it's all said and And numbers, I'm in,
0: yeah. I'm really I'm really intrigued why the ACC would jump on board with the me Big too. Ten and the Pac-12. Me too. I just don't understand because yeah. the ACC to me is you, uh, you're fine.
1: Yeah. To me, the ACC is right below the SEC right. as far as Thank football. You. Yeah. And, and in basketball, they're 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 one exactly. every yeah. year. So I don't yeah, understand them trying from, to interesting move from, yeah. from yeah. the ACC. I think the
0: ACC was fine. I don't understand why they made this alliance with them.
1: Yeah, interesting move from the ACC. The great for the Pac-12 yeah. because the Pac-12 was they never, needed it. They, yeah, they needed it. Like with the drop off, they're gonna. Experience when Oklahoma right. and Texas leave, yeah, it's, it's gonna be
0: ugh. yeah. And the I mean the Big Twelve. I mean no, that's the Big Twelve. Excuse me, that's yeah. the Big Twelve. That's the Big. The 12. Big Twelve is fine um, because of how much money's in the Big Twelve with all those commissioners and you know yeah. team presidents. I think the Big Twelve eventually there's gonna be teams that are gonna get poached to different conferences. Oh, definitely. So. Like
1: they they're, they're gonna have to repl- they're gonna have to replace yeah. obviously. So I mean it, that's gonna be an interesting move. I think it's an interesting dynamic, um, especially in the looks of college football. I feel like we're gonna be eventually all headed to like yeah. one big one big division essentially or it's just going to be two two conferences I
0: think it's going to be a total of three conferences Okay yeah I think it's going to be like two conferences Yeah later. I think it's going to be three conferences eventually and then it's just going to be powerhouses in yeah. each conference yep. and that's how it's going to go
1: Yep So yeah we'll we'll see how that goes Shakari Richardson finished dead last in the in the Prefontaine Classic where does she go from here? I know you've seen the interview. It's, yeah. uh it's I think it's been a pretty humbling experience. Per, yeah, per se I, for her. I would
0: say this. Like, I'm not one to to bash anybody like yeah, that. Yeah, not at all. So I, you know, I just want people to, to relax. You know, she if she bounces back, you're gonna be looking crazy the way you've been p- talking about her. Yeah. So you know, just let her. Let she's young. Let her have her life. Like, I don't understand why. Every, I mean, I understand she was running up her mouth after, yeah. but like you gotta kind of let people, athletes deal with they can need to deal with, especially track and field. Like any, any given day, you can get beat. So
1: like we get we get it. She's obviously not looking in the greatest right now right. after coming in dead last in her heat, but she's still obviously super. She's fast really good. She's gonna yeah. she's gonna bounce back. She's very young. Yeah. Um, I think she's gonna learn, you know, to relax in the mm. media a little bit. Yeah, but she needs to relax. Yeah, on that. like let's not let's not try to like write her off right. and kick her while she's down, like all that. Like let's let's dial it back a little right. bit. I think it's a learning lesson for her. And yeah, it's, it's humbling just, for sure. Yeah, she'll be just. I think she'll be just fine. Yeah, Jr. Smith has officially been cleared by the NCAA to play golf at A
0: yeah, hey, uh, J-R, Jr. Earl hey. Earl. Hey man, my my dog Earl. is here. He's out in North Carolina. Salute. Hey, hey man, my boy, my boy had me crying when he started tweeting about Bojangles the other day. Bro. i like, dog. Nah. I told you, man. <laughs> oh, I love Bojangles. Bojangles. is fire. It you is. Right,
1: you already right know how I ride for Bojangles. Yes, Bojangles sir. is fire. Yeah, I love Bojangles. Last thing, man. New Spider Man trailer drop. I know you've seen man, it's it. Fire. How you feel? <laughs> it's like, fire. I can't wait. Doc, I think that it Dr. dropped Strange. in December December yeah. 11th Yep the, I can't December, wait December Dr. Strange You were willing to let <laughs> The world die For that That stone But when my man Peter Just want to erase the memory In the town So they don't know his identity Sure Peter not like, oh, bet No for sure <laughs> yeah, I got you, I got you Bet No problem No problem <laughs> You know the whole This is your fault <laughs>
0: Your fault This is your fault I just I really like that They're bringing back The old villains Yes Green Goblin And then Doc Ock The same Doc Ock That was in A Tobey Maguire uh, Spider-Man I love it
1: This is is gonna be Insane This is gonna be insane And lastly Before we get out of here Happy birthday to the Black Mamba, man. Hey, man, Mamba 5. It, it was Kobe Day yesterday. It was his birthday on Monday. Salute to the Mamba. Miss you always, of course. That's all I got, man. Yeah, man. want to thank everybody for listening. Thank everyone for tuning in. As always, continue to get vaccinated. If you haven't already, if mm-hmm. it's not, that's your choice. Just remember to social distance and be safe. And, you know, just continue to support us. And, you know, do what you need to do to keep your family and friends healthy.
0: Right. Yeah, guys, man, it's, it's getting nasty out here, y'all. I ain't going to lie to you. You're vaccinated, <laughs> six feet apart. Please protect your family, protect you know your friends. You know if you're not vaccinated, six feet apart. Wash your hands. Be just don't be touching. You know all these things. Yo, keep touching your, hands your to face. Yourself. Yeah, please. I keep mean, get, keep your hands to yourself. Bro. Be be safe out here, man. Again, guys, we appreciate the five star rating on we'll Apple Podcasts. Leave a review. We will shout you out on the show. We've we we have had a couple already coming in, so we will shout them out on the next show. Um, We appreciate the five star ratings. We're also on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify and all these other platforms that, you know, people are telling us about. So go ahead and share us, like us and continue to support us. We are here for you. Yep. And a great words
1: of Kobe. Mamba out.
0: Yep. No way, ain't no escape Big dog eating off the plate Cool breeze march with the same Flexed up now John Cena, rocked up more than Serena. Wife of baddie looking like Nia. More drip, more than a leader. I'm at the wood I said I would get. No mediocre, I'm feeling like Tip. Sound like to me, we got us a hit. They can't even drip line. So savvy is the swag daddy. Red eye flights out to Cali. Holding bags looking like a caddy. Penthouse vibes, no addy. This is the wave that give them no feeling. Rappers be capping, no, I don't feel you. Feel like the man when I walk through the building. Too many scars, this spiritual healing. I got a million dreams, I got a million schemes. We going crazy, we going crazy, we got the winning team.